everybody. Brittany and Amy here. We're so excited to share a new membership opportunity for listeners who want a little bit more Southern Salon. Now, when you become a patron of our show, we've got this new in 2022, you have automatic access to freebies, extra episodes, a Q&A with us, exclusive interviews, and more. So we're offering three tiers or levels for patrons. So you can choose how much or how little access that you'd like to have. And all you have to do is go to our Patreon site and sign up. So if you want to join the Southern Salon family, go to patreon.com slash Southern Salon podcast to sign up and start unlocking your exclusive benefits today. We're covering a medley of topics in this episode, but we start with the fading art of letter writing. In an era of email, text, Zoom, and virtual clouds, we're losing touch with the pirouette of a pencil on fresh paper. Letters are expensive to mail these days. They take time to write, to get from one place to another. No one expects personal mail among the dwindling number of flyers and bills in our boxes. Even those are online now. And yet, how do you feel when you see a handwritten address on an envelope, an unexpected card or letter that comes your way? I still send Christmas cards every year, but I see fewer and fewer of them coming to our box. I watched my great-grandmother compose her letters at the kitchen table years before email. I still see her there, writing, her curlers encased in the balloon of a hairdryer, the coil curling from the back of her head to the machine. She wrote in a script as graceful as lace to all of her sisters, her nieces, anyone who was writing to her, she wrote back to them. She told them all the family news, sometimes clipped a poem from a newspaper, asked them about their health, their gardens, who was graduating this year. My great-grandmother set me up with my first pen pal, a cousin from Indiana who was the same age as me. I believe you two could be good friends, she said. Turns out she was right. I'm not sure what she'd think of email, honestly. I think she would have enjoyed Zooming or Skyping with her sisters, seeing their faces as they talked instead of stretching her rotary phone cord the full length of the living room so she could sit in her favorite chair. But I don't think she'd take to email or messenger. I believe she would hold fast to writing. She was a woman who worked with her hands, pulling milk from her cows each day, hoeing her garden, cooking for farmhands every single day. She'd want to feel that pen and paper because it's familiar, like the dirt, the bread dough, material and thread, paint and old photos, and the way she could make beautiful things from all of it like magic. If she could, she'd set my children down at that same table and show them the sweep of their names in her beautiful cursive, maybe in the margins of a newspaper, the way she taught me. She'd tell them the stories of where our people came from across the ocean, all the way from England and Ireland, and no matter where they went, if they wrote to her about their adventures, she'd write them back every time. Riley, in particular, has been working on her script. I don't think that they're learning cursive in schools as much now, if at all. You know, cursive is something that we grew up with, and she's been trying to practice her cursive writing. She's she's almost 12, and and she recognizes she's an artist, and she recognizes that there's an art form in, in cursive writing, so she wanted to practice her script, so she does that. She decided to Speaking of throwing it back to the old days, she decided that she would write one of her best friends a letter, a friend of hers that lives up in Richmond. She said, you know, I'm going to write her a letter. And I said, I think that's a great idea. Write her a letter and tell her what you're doing, you know. And again, she it, it was a way for her to practice her script, but she could choose her paper. She could 
draw on it if she wanted to. She could add any kinds of embellishments. She learned how to address the envelope, how to put the stamp on it. We walk down to the post office to mail it. And so all kinds of things are happening when you slow down and take the time to write a letter and practice your script. And I was just really so happy. And now she's just sitting on pins and needles waiting to get a letter back in the mail. So I think they're going to try to be pen pals, but I never thought I would see the day because I did that when I was her. Oh, yes. We didn't have email. So, you know, it, it was letter writing. And I I never thought I would see the day when when my child was writing letters, but I'm so glad she's doing it. Well, you have totally just inspired me because I'm I'm going to go out on a limb here and make myself look like the nerd that I am and tell you that I was the ultimate pen pal. Don't be jealous, Amy. But no, I, have, I wish we had been pen pals. I wish we had because I actually have a full, um, like a scrapbook still to this day where anytime I met somebody at the beach, they became my pen pal. Anytime I met anybody anywhere, they became my pen pal. I mean, I have pen pals everywhere. I would literally, I mean, it probably looked like now looking back, you know, I I shudder to think of what some of these parents thought when I went up to their daughter and I'm like, hey, can I have your address? (laughs) Anyway, I would have them mail grass from their yard. So I have this scrapbook full of grass from all over the country (laughs) because I just collected grass from their yards. But now you've inspired me because my kids have some cousins that live out in California and I know my daughter would fall over with excitement if she could correspond. That's such a great idea. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, there's no time like the present. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel or you have a message you want to share with the world or you just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. We've had great experience with Buzzsprout. Your show can be online and listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes. Plus, their pricing plans make it so affordable to start your own podcast. We have a link in our show notes to Buzzsprout, and you get a $20 Amazon gift card if you decide to sign up for a paid plan on Buzzsprout for your podcast podcast using our link in the show notes. Start with some gear that you already have and a quiet space. It's not very expensive. That's all of you need. If you want to upgrade later on, Buzzsprout has tons of guides to help you find the right equipment at the right price. They get your show listed, like I said before, in every major podcast platform. You can get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to see how people are listening and tools to promote your episodes and more. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners, and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. So join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out into the world. Use the link in our show notes, and if you sign up for a paid plan, you get a $20 Amazon gift card. It's the end of March, which means spring break is either underway or on the horizon for lots of us. In this segment, Brittany shares a great idea for getting kids outside or keeping them moving when the weather forces you indoors. Like letter writing, it also keeps them off screens. So something else that we do, if they need a break, if they're starting to argue or they're starting to like, I I tell them they got to rein it in. Um, I'll do a scavenger hunt and nothing elaborate or fancy. I'll truly be like, okay, come here. We're going to take a 10 minute break. And I'll sit down and I'll say, okay, I need you to go find me something that is squishy. 
you know, and they'll go find me something squishy. It, and actually, it's actually works really great for my five year old because, you know, I can say, I need you to go find me something that has the letter W on it. I need to go, you need to go find me something white. And sometimes if I want to do a competition, I'll let them both, do, you know, I'll do two of them. Say, yeah, you need to go find something that has this and this, but I make them put it back <laughs> before we move on to the next one. It's just a way to get them moving around. It's a way to kind of, again, taking breaks because I know like yours, my kids have to be on their Chromebooks for, you know, all their assignments essentially are going to be on Chromebooks. So they may be sitting in front of a computer for two hours. So this is a way to just get up, get moving around. It's probably for younger kids, but you can make it into a competition. You could make it educational. You can make it just downright fun. You could even make it into like a cleaning thing and <laughs> where you're like, I need you to go upstairs and pull the covers over top of your bed. <laughs> it works like a charm every time. And like I said, it's nothing elaborate, nothing fancy, nothing that we do for an hour. One of the things I was going to share too for people who may get bogged down, it's an app that I started using after a friend of mine told me about it. It's called I Am. And it, you can pay for extra benefits on the app or you can just install the free version on your phone. But if you need a little pick me up throughout the day, you can time the increments of when you want it to send you these affirmations, but it'll send you affirmations, it'll send you motivational quotes. It's sort of like your phone talking to you. Depending on the mood that you have that day, you can set it for that particular mood and your phone will send you on the hour, every two hours, every five hours, it'll send you little messages. And it's been such a, it's so pleasant. You know, my phone has this little bell and it'll ring and it'll be my phone telling me something that, that I needed to hear in that moment. And so I just recommend that really for everybody. And I have also found that I'm just as bad as my kids with my screens. And oh, so yeah. I've had to look for apps that will, and I know you've done this too. I've had to look for apps that will limit mm-hmm. my screen time and remind me to get off my phone mm-hmm. and take a break. And do. Yeah, sure. I think we can be just as bad as our kids sometimes when it comes to either ignoring other people or ignoring our own self-care. So Hopefully we can take some of the the things that we threw out and remember to use those on the days when it gets a little crazy. Okay, we'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Bye. We'd like to tell you about a couple of our sponsors, Ivy Attic Company and Curated Social Strategy and Consulting. Ivy Attic Company's mother-daughter artisans craft sustainable jewelry and book charms from vintage books, glass, and organics. We specialize in custom designs inspired by our love of literature and the mountains. Browse our Etsy shop at Ivy Attic CO for our literary coal, river glass, and mustard seed collections, along with Riley's resin designs. You can connect with us through our links on the show notes. Curated Social Strategy and Consulting provides next-level social media for businesses and brands. Serving clients nationwide, Curated Social helps you tell your story. We believe that exceptional social media is client-focused, audience-centered, and begins with a curated and strategic approach. We offer customizable plans for our clients from social media content calendars to weekly consulting meetings to full account services. You can learn more about these services through the links in our show notes.